0: I'm Paul Heron, and this is Episode 32 of the Annie East Neen Podcast. Today, I'm taking a little break from my work on a new publication, namely Father Letters: Correspondence Between Annie East and Joaquin Neen, 1933 to 1940, to tell you the story of how that work inspired a quest of mine to locate what I thought was a long-lost portrait of Annie East Neen. In one of Joaquin's letters to Anna East dated September 6, 1933, he expresses his gratitude for two items his daughter had sent him. One was a photograph and the other was a small reproduction of a portrait of Anna East by Natasha Trubetskoy, also known as Princess Trubetskoy. About the portrait Joaquin says, "There's a good resemblance in your portrait" The similarity of the movement of both hands was unfortunate, but the hold is extremely attractive. Despite the fur coat, we can guess the grace of the body and all its finesse. And it is slightly Slavic. One would want to call you an Ninskaya Gailarova. In a letter dated the next day, he said, Your little Russian portrait is there where I can see it. You seem to be observing the procession of a fiancé that Madame Trubescoia has offered you so that you can reign legally, and as such, you seem to lack what you really need. I had seen photographs of the painting in some of Anna Eastne's diaries and other Neen-related publications where she sits in front of the finished portrait. But now I began to wonder about its fate. Who owns it? Does it even still exist? It was time for some research. On January 23, 1929, Anna Istin wrote in her diary Visited Princess Trubetskoy, who is a painter and decorator. I had heard of her furniture and wanted to see it for my future home. While I admired the furniture, she admired me. She said, You have a dream face. I must paint you, like that, in your sapphire blue coat against the background of my chair. Her work, copper designed with figures of a Pushkin legend and inlaid with colored stones. You like this furniture? Pure Russian. No, all Russian wouldn't do for you. Too heavy. Russian Oriental. Yes, a delicate Oriental. When will you come? I'm going to get a canvas right now. The next day on the East Road. The princess has made a deep impression on me. Her enthusiasm, frankness, her genius for color and decoration, the quality of her mind, her love of legends, her understanding of sadness. What I feel in her studio has a stronger hold upon my imagination than any other emotion. On January 26, 1929, she added, I am too occupied with the princess and almost too happy to find out that she has very few friends and that she wants me to come upstairs as often as possible because I fit into her background. Every morning, I posed for the princess. Shortly after the massive portrait was finished, both Annie Is and Natasha Trubetskoya posed for a small photo shoot and a photo of Annie E. sitting next to the painting was one of them. But what happened to the portrait? I googled the artist's name and went to images. Among the dozens of images, I saw one in color which stood out because all the others were black and white. Next, I visited the source of the image and was shocked to learn that it was the Smithsonian National Portrait Gallery in Washington, D.C., just down the freeway from where I live. First, I was relieved that it still exists, and second, I found out that it's among their non-displayed collection, meaning they possess it, but it's kept in their archives and is not available for public view. There was no way that this painting and I were not going to be in the same place at the same time, so I immediately called and asked for a private viewing. I was asked all the questions one would expect. Who are you? Why do you want to view the painting? What are your credentials? What are your intentions? When I replied that I'm a dean publisher and come across Joaquin's comments in the father letters, I was put in touch with Dorothy Moss, who is the curator of painting and sculpture and the coordinating curator of the Smithsonian Women's History Initiative. Dorothy was more than helpful. She arranged a private viewing on a sunny weekday morning. We came too early, and we were told to wait outside, and I noticed more than one side-eye from the security people. But once the clock hit nine, we were allowed back in and introduced to Jennifer Wadzianski, the Smithsonian Registrar of Collections, who acted as our guide. We were practically the only people in the Mammoth Gallery, since the doors don't open to the public until 11.00. So the trip through a labyrinth of hallways and up an elevator was sort of surreal. Then we entered what looked like a storeroom, and there it was. The six-foot-tall Tubitskoia portrait, the color and texture of which was stunning. No photograph can reveal the three-dimensional quality of the painting. Thick applications of oil seemed to have one purpose— to permit the face of the then 26-year-old Annie Isnin to practically leap out of the canvas. When I stood near the visage, I had the feeling that it was a living thing, that the eyes could see, that the smile is intended for whoever views it. I'm no art expert, but I can say for sure that I have never seen a painting like it anywhere. It profoundly affected me, I practically had to be pried away from it. The only reason I succumbed was because it was apparent that the employees in the room had other things to do. It is the Smithsonian, after all. The obvious question for me was, will the portrait ever be displayed? It had been purchased from a private collector in Paris in 2000, so it's been under wraps for 18 years. But here's what's interesting. The collector had purchased it in the nineteen eighties at an antiques fair in ile de Chateau, a white Russian enclave, which is just west of Paris and only a few miles from the village where Annie East once lived, Lucienne. So will it be displayed? No one has given me a definitive answer, but there are two facts that have to be considered. One, thousands of dollars have been spent to restore it. Two, Thousands more are being spent to frame it. So the logical conclusion is that, yes, it will be on display for the public. Otherwise, such an investment, the original purchase, the restoration, and the framing, would never have been made. The question now seems to be not if, but when the portrait will be available for public view. I, for one, will keep you posted. And I wonder if you'll have the same reaction I had when you finally see it in person. It's the only way to truly appreciate it. But in the meantime, if you visit blog.skybluepress.com, you can see the Smithsonian image of the painting and a rare photograph of the artist and Ani Isneen posing in front of the portrait. It's worth a look, believe me. This has been the Ani Eastneen Podcast thanks for listening. Until the next time.